Has anyone ever made fun of something about you? Today we're going to hear a story about Petunia. She's a skunk. Now we all know that skunks spray a nasty odor when they're afraid, but they also have a musky smell all the time to warn predators away. Welcome to the Tales of Zeke and Elliot, Parables Worth Pondering. Best friends Zeke and Elliot are two frogs that have many adventures around Bicker's Pond. Today they are at Bicker's Library for story time. Let's follow the scent as they tell the story. Petunia's perfume. It takes a leap of faith, but that's a step worth taking. If the path we face is the one God's making, when He says go, we won't be alone. Let's take a leap of faith. Okay, children, time to settle down. Let's welcome Mr. Zeke and Mr. Elliot to our story time. Okay, little critters, gather around. We got a great story for you today. Yes, I've chosen the book Petunia's Perfume to read. Oh, hey, I remember when that happened. Do you, Elliot? Yes, I do. And I think our little critters are going to like the story as much as we do. Mama Skunk hummed as she stirred the oatmeal worms on the stove for Petunia's breakfast. She knew her daughter was procrastinating coming to the table. Petunia, come to breakfast. I made your favorite. Mama, I feel sick. I don't think that I can go to school today. That's just your nervous tummy. Eat a little of your oatmeal worms and you'll feel better. I don't know if that will help. I don't think I should go to school today. Petunia could only pick at her breakfast. She was scared that all the other kids would make fun of her just like her last school. They said she stank and called her putrid Petunia. And when she cried, it made her smell even worse. Mama put her arms around Petunia. I know you're nervous about your first day at a new school, but you'll make some wonderful friends. But they didn't like me at my old school. They made fun of me. I know, Petunia, but Bicker's Pond is a friendly place, and you have to go to school. I think the kids here will understand God made our scent for a unique purpose. Go ahead, try to eat a little bit, and I'll walk with you to school. Petunia didn't believe that it could be any different here than the last three schools, but she obeyed Mama. She tried to eat a little and got her backpack ready to go. She and Mama walked to school hand in hand. Gosh, I'm not sure if I'd want to go to school either. What would you do, Elliot? I'd probably be nervous, too. Let's find out what happens. Bicker's primary school was situated on the side of a small hill. Shrubs, small trees, and colorful flowers hid the school, creating a beautiful place for students to safely explore. Inside the bookshelf-lined walls were filled with books of every sort, from architecture to zoology. Each desk was designed to fit the personality and size of the individual student. Freddie, a rambunctious rabbit, sat in a larger desk next to the small desk of Olive, a sweet squirrel. In the front row was a tiny desk for Ivy, a monarch caterpillar, and Tad, a young frog. At the front door of the school, Mama kissed Petunia's head and gave one last encouraging squeeze. Don't be scared, little Petunia. Remember, God made you special. He loves you just the way you are, and I love you too. I love you, Mama. 
The teacher, Mr. Marvin, kindly greeted Petunia at the door and showed her to her desk. As she passed the other students, she could already hear the whispers and could see them holding their noses. Petunia felt the fear rising in her belly, but knew if she didn't stop it, the smell would get even worse. So she held her breath and pressed the fear down and tried to listen. Class, let's make sure our new student, Petunia, feels welcome. Hi, Petunia. Here at Bigger's Primary, we love to dig into learning and tunnel for the treasure of knowledge. Please open your books to page 54, where we've been studying valuable verbs. After that, we will create our own stories using as many verbs as possible. Ew, verbs? I don't like those either. Mr. Marvin, a paunchy mole, pulled chalk from the pocket of his checkered vest. His thick glasses were smudged, but it didn't seem to bother him. The students sat quietly listening to their beloved teacher, but Petunia was so nervous that she couldn't pay attention. By recess, she was feeling so sick, she didn't even want to go outside. Mr. Marvin, I don't feel very good. Can I stay inside for recess? Petunia, I know it's hard to be in a new school, but try to go outside just for a little bit. You'll make a new friend and feel better. I'll try, sir. Petunia slowly walked to the edge of the playground. She felt like all the other kids were staring at her. A few students started to walk toward her. Hi, I'm Pat. Would you like to come swing with us? You don't want to play with her. She's a skunk. Skunks always smell. She does smell a little funny, but that's okay. You can swing on that swing and we'll swing over here. No, she should stay way over there. Oh no, she's pointing her tail our way. Run, here comes the smell. Petunia ran. She ran past the school and into the bush nearby. She hadn't let any smell out, but she didn't want to hear any more. Every place she'd been, the kids would do this. They would make fun of her and tell her that she stunk. She sat on the ground, crouching as close to the center of the bush as she could get. The tears came down her face until she had no more. She heard Mr. Marvin calling her name. So she headed back to the school. She decided she was never going to smell again. Little Petunia, you've been in the bathtub for a long while. I think it's time to get out. I'm almost done, Mama. I just need to scrub my feet. Scrub your feet? You said you were scrubbing your feet ten minutes ago. I'm trying to be as fresh as I can for school tomorrow. Well, I think you're fresh enough. You're going to scrub all your fur off. It's late and we need to get you in bed. Yes, ma'am. I'm coming. Petunia emerged from the bathroom. Her fur was fluffy and clean. She climbed in the bed and Mama pulled her covers up to tuck her in. <clears throat> um, Petunia, did you use some of Mama's perfume? Just a little, Mama. I think you used more than a little. You know you're not supposed to get into my things without asking. I only use it for special occasions. Isn't school special? I want to smell good for my new friends. School is special, and so are you. You don't have to cover up who you are to make new friends. Never be ashamed of how God made you. I love you, Petunia. Now let's say our nightly prayers before you go to sleep. The next morning, as the children entered the classroom, Mr. Marvin was writing the day's assignments on the chalkboard. 
He paused and sniffed the air inquisitively. What is that fragrant aroma I smelled this morning? It's petunia. Ooh, I can't breathe. Now, class, we do not single each other out. Kindness counts. Speaking of math, I hope you've all finished your math homework and turned it in. It's time for us to move on to our creative stories full of verbs. I can't wait for you to read my story, Mr. Marvin. I have a princess who goes on adventures. I'll bet you like the princess in my story the best, Mr. Marvin. I have a superhero who can jump all the way across Bigger's Pond. That's wonderful. Keep creating your characters and have them do things. Psst, Petunia, did you take a bath in perfume? I think you smell nice. It's like wild flowers in the meadow. Tad, don't lie to her. You know she stinks even worse than before. Class, class. As soon as you're finished with your creative story rough drafts, we'll go outside for some fresh air. The students quickly finished their work and rushed outside. Petunia followed slowly, looking for a place to fit in. Petunia, come get on the tear title with me. Better watch out, Tad. She might spray you. No, I wouldn't. Don't be mean, Freddy. She's not hurting anyone. Just ignore him. He's always in a bad mood. From a bush nearby, a pair of almond-shaped eyes looked on as the children teased Petunia. The creature began to formulate a plan and waited for the right opportunity. Wait, who's that? Is someone out there? Whose eyes? Zeke, I thought you said you'd heard this story before. I forgot what happens. Just keep reading. Go. <sighs> From a bush nearby, a pair of almond-shaped eyes... You already read that. Skip ahead, man. The creature watched as some of the children continued to tease Petunia. I'm not in a bad mood. I just know rotten eggs when I smell them. It smells putrid. Oh, putrid Petunia. That's what we'll call her. Please don't. I don't like that name. Putrid Petunia. Putrid Petunia. Please stop. Putrid Petunia. Putrid Petunia. Children, it's time to return to our lessons. The kids filed into class, but Petunia stayed outside to calm down while sitting on the swing. The creature behind the pair of eyes stepped out from the bushes. Ginger, a beautiful fox of fiery burnt orange and black fur, quietly approached the young skunk. Hello there, Petunia. Oh, how do you know my name? I heard the other children teasing you. That wasn't very nice. I know what it feels like to be left out and teased. You do? Yes. All of my life, other creatures have described me as sly and evil and called me names. But you are a fox. Aren't you sly and evil? I'm not supposed to talk to you. Mama says you're dangerous. See? That's what I mean. Did your mama really say I'm dangerous? Maybe she meant other foxes. All I want is to have a friend just like you. Really? I'm not sure. I should probably go and sign with the other students. Go ahead. What do you say tomorrow we meet up by the oak tree and play? I'll bring us a snack and we can talk some more. Everyone needs a friend. Well, you do seem awfully nice. I'll think about it. 
but I really need to get back to class now. If you really want a friend, I'll see you tomorrow. The next day at school wasn't much better for Petunia. Tad and some of the other kids included her in their games, but Freddie and Ivy still teased her when Mr. Marvin wasn't around. When the bell rang for recess, Petunia decided she would go and see if Ginger was at the oak tree. Ginger, are you here? Ginger! Figures, she doesn't want to be my friend either. Just then, the sound of screaming children reached Petunia's ears. It was coming from the schoolyard. She ran toward the playground wondering what could be wrong. As the school came into view, she saw a fiery black tail and the children trembling behind Mr. Marvin. You have no right to be here. This is a school with small children and you need to go. But what would be the fun in that? I like small critters and it's lunchtime. Now, which one of you should I start with first? Hmm? Ginger crouched low to the ground, ready to pounce. Her tail flicked menacingly. Ginger, what are you doing? Oh, Petunia, I was just about to meet you at the oak tree. I told you I'd bring us a snack. No, you weren't. You were getting ready to hurt my friends. These aren't your friends. I've heard how they talk to you. How about I start with Freddy? He needs to learn a lesson. I cannot allow you to harm any of my students. Ginger pounced at Mr. Marvin, her long black snout nearly touching the mole's short, stubby nose. She was so close, he could see her teeth bared through his thick, smudged glasses. Allow? I don't remember asking you for your permission. I'm hungry, and I promised my friend here, Petunia, we'd share a snack. You're not my friend. These are my friends. Calm down, Petunia. I'm on your side. Aren't you tired of everyone always making fun of you, calling you putrid Petunia? Wouldn't you like for me to get revenge for all those creatures who've made you feel worthless? I could do that for you. Before Petunia could say a word, Ginger had leapt over Mr. Marvin and pounced on Freddy. She held the little rabbit under her paw and licked her lips. She's gonna eat me! Stop, Ginger! Don't hurt him! No. As the no, fox lowered no. her jaw to take a bite, Petunia sprang into action. Ah! She ran towards Ginger, turned, and lifted her tail. A mist of yellow spray shot into the eyes and mouth of the fox. I can't see! I, <coughs> I can't breathe! I'm gonna be sick! <coughs> The terrified fox ran from the playground, gagging as she swiped at her eyes and mouth. You did. You saved Yay! us. Yay! Thank you, Petunia. Great job. Wow. How did you do that? You saved Freddy, even though he's been so mean to you. Thank you, Petunia. I'm very proud of you. That was wonderful. That was amazing. You saved my life. I'm really sorry about all the mean things I've said, Petunia. Will you forgive me? Of course I forgive you. I'm really sorry you got sprayed too. You were created for a special purpose, Petunia, and we needed it today. Ephesians 2 and 10 says, God has made us what we are. In Christ Jesus, God made us new so that we would do his good works. So you see, God loves us so much. He created us and made us with special talents, special purposes, to use and to bring him glory. After that, no one called Petunia names. 
They thanked God for his protection and appreciated how God had made each of them. Whoa! Oh, what a great story. It shows that even the things we don't like about ourselves may be a gift from God. Right, Zeke. God said that we are created for him and his glory. That means he's got a plan for each of us and has given us gifts to achieve that purpose. I have a Bible verse for us today. 2 Corinthians 2, 14 and 15 says, But thanks be to God who always leads us in victory through Christ. God uses us to spread his knowledge everywhere like a sweet smell and perfume. Our offering to God is this. We are the sweet smell of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are being lost. Petunia led the class to victory through a smell that God gave her. Just like Petunia's smell brought life to the children on the playground by scaring the fox away. Her smell may not have smelled sweet at first, but it was beautiful and saved all the children and Mr. Martin. What a wonderful lesson. Thank you for coming to Storytime today. What do we say to Mr. Zeke and Mr. Elliot, children? Thank you! Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Tales of Zeke and Elliot. Petunia's perfume reminds us that children of God are given unique gifts and talents, all made to glorify God. To glorify means to make God's name famous and great and to praise Him. Think about it. What kind of gift or talent has God given to you? Maybe you can draw or play music well. Many artists and musicians use their talents to worship God. Maybe you're good at sports. Many athletes use their time on and off the fields to tell others about Jesus. Whatever your gift or talent is, be sure to use it to glorify God. to Insightful Information with Kelly and Candy. What's the first thing you think about when you hear the word skunk? Ew. Right. That pretty much sums it up. But as we listen to this story, we realize that God's creation is truly full of wonder and excitement. At the beginning, we shared that skunks have a musky smell all the time. That was by God's design for both predator and prey. Did you know that they can spray their scent up to 10 feet and are accurate in their spray within 6 feet? And you can smell it up to a mile and a half away. Although it smells and stings, skunk spray is not toxic or poisonous. And kids, if you do get sprayed by a skunk, you should bathe in tomato juice, right, Kelly? No, that is known as an old wise tale. If you get sprayed, you need to ask your parents for help. Oh, I didn't know that. That's why it's called Insightful Information. Bye now, kids. Bye. Thanks for listening today. Parents, if you enjoy these stories, please like and review us on your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to share us with your friends. We look forward to meeting with you again. Until then, when God leads, don't be afraid to take your next leap of faith.